I always used to give Owen Sheehan a good bit of grief for his power rankings. They aren't easy, Will. As a group of players, we have not done one minute of video analysis of any team this year. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball, daily. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Colin Mulaney. On the way, we'll hear from Ulster head coach Dan McFarland ahead of the start of their Champions Cup campaign this weekend and also bring you details of a potential move for a big name to Leinster. But first, let's start with the big news here at home today and the IRFU have pledged a further €1 million Euro of funding to women's rugby in Ireland. It comes after the launch of the Women's Rugby in Ireland report this morning. The additional funding will be on top of the €5.5 million announced last month. It's understood that more funding is required and it's believed the IRFU will seek the shortfall of around about 1.4 million euro from Government and Sport Ireland. The report itself outlines a number of recommendations for women's rugby in Ireland and among them is that the interprovincial competition will become more central to preparing players for the Irish team. It'll become what is being described as a performance competition though the exact format is yet to be decided. There are also plans for regional centres of excellence to be established around the country and another idea put forward is a revamp of the All-Ireland League into two divisions of six teams from its current 10-team format though nine teams took part this year due to the late withdrawal of Malone. Fiona Steed who is chairperson of the IRFU's Women's Subcommittee explains the rationale behind the recommendation. The majority of people that were either interviewed or participated in the survey found that the current WAIL isn't what they would call fit for purpose And it's something that the steering group agreed with. Um, This was based on, I suppose, a lot of the differences in the score lines, which is not unique to the WAIL. If you look in the Alliance 15s, there's a similar discrepancy between the the clubs at the top and the the clubs near the bottom of a table. There's often a big difference in in scores. The same happens in, I suppose, the top eight in in France. So we're not unique in that. But one of the, the key recommendations was that we'd look at that, that we'd review it and see what best fits our game in Ireland and what we can do to make it fit for purpose for everybody. And the, the primary recommendation is obviously that we, we split it into a six and a six um, so that you'd have a, a premiership and a, and a championship in effect. This will allow for greater, I suppose, competitiveness um, in the, between the teams in each, in each division. And that's Fiona Steed speaking earlier today. Well, the weekend's Champions Cup action is fast approaching. Ulster are continuing their preparations for their opener on Sunday away to Sale. The Ulstermen are attempting to bounce back from a disappointing loss to Leinster last weekend. Ulster held a 19-point lead at one stage at the RDS, but then ended up losing the URC encounter by 38 points to 29. But now all focus is on the beginning of their European campaign. Head coach Dan McFarland has been speaking this week about their preparations operations and says there's always a different feel ahead of the Champions Cup. You know, it's not that we change the way that we prepare, uh, um, particularly um, because you know the way that we pre- prepare, we have a way of doing things, and it's based around uh, trying to achieve the highest standards that we can within within our our sphere and our understanding. So we don't really change the way that we do things, but naturally there's a little bit of um, a, a, a difference because there's an excitement in the province around European rugby, and naturally uh, naturally so. 
Well, on Wednesday night, rugby last night on Off the Ball, former Ireland international Fiona Hayes and Irish Times rugby correspondent Jerry Thornley joined Joe Malloy to look ahead to the action, amongst other things. Jerry says it's obvious that the French sides in particular will be among the protagonists once again in this year's competition. There are three prime contenders in France to try and win the Heineken Champions Cup. Okay. La Rochelle, the holders, Toulouse, the five-time winners, and Racing, three-time semi-finalists. Look at the teams all three picked last week and they're saving mm. their big guns for this opening round of Europe. They all want this title. They're the three outstanding candidates and they're also the three that the three Irish provinces all got in the group stages as well. Mm. We'll show you what a tough draw it is. It might be helpful that Racing have moved their game because of a concert they're hosting in, in, the, in their La Défense Arena to Le Havre and I think that makes it more of a neutral venue which might play might suit Leinster on a real high after themselves winning nine from nine and again look to pick at the Irish contenders. On a broad level I think Ulster could be very, very dangerous, but that's a tough draw with Sail Sharks away first up and La Rochelle at home. They need to get at least one win out of those two to be in the mix. Mm. There's no doubt they play a brilliant brand of rugby, score tries through an outstanding young indigenous backline, but they have to have been a little scarred by blowing a 22-3 lead against Leinster with just 14 players. Munster carrying some momentum. That looks like a close to a 50-50 game with Toulouse, despite how well Toulouse are doing. Toulouse um, had Dupont available last week, um, after his suspension was halved. So the difference between him not playing and now playing at Thoman Park on Sunday is enormous because he's just a generation, generational wonderful player. Meanwhile, on the coaching front, there are reports of Scott Robertson being linked to a potential role with Leinster. Some media comment from Down Under linked the highly sought-after coach to the vacancy, which will be left by the departure of Stuart Lancaster at the end of this season. Robertson, of course, is a former New Zealand international. He's enjoyed a highly successful coaching career so far as well. He's been in charge of Crusaders since 2017 and has won six Super Rugby titles in that time. His success has seen him linked with a host of international coaching roles, including with New Zealand and more recently linked to the jobs in Wales and England. Well, elsewhere on the coaching scene, the fallout continues from Eddie Jones' departure as the England head coach. Some reports today suggest that he may already have new jobs lined up and won't be out of work for too long. There is some speculation that he's poised to become a consultant with the French top 14 side cast, while there's also a suggestion that he could be poised to take charge of the Barbarian side next May. Jones previously took charge of the Barbarians shortly after England's loss to South Africa in the World Cup final of 2019. Meanwhile, the RFU is in negotiations with Leicester Tigers over the release of head coach Steve Borthwick from his role to replace Jones as the England head coach. Sky Sports report today that Leicester are reportedly seeking £500,000 in compensation while the RFU is currently offering £200,000. Borthwick served as assistant coach of Japan from 2012 to 2015 and then moved on to work under Jones as England forwards coach until 2020 before he left to take on the Leicester job and he's led Leicester to title glory last season after they defeated Saracens at Twickenham to cap off a big move forward for Leicester having finished second bottom of the Premiership in 2020. Sticking with the Premiership and Wasps had debts totalling £95 million when the club went into administration reports administrators FRP have revealed. Wasps Holdings entered administration on the 18th of October this year and that resulted in their relegation 
from the Premiership. On the injury front, Northampton Saints and England lock Courtney Laws is said to be nearing a comeback after more than two months out of the game following a head injury. He had to go off during Northampton's defeat to Leicester on the 24th of September in the Premiership and he had missed all of England's Autumn Internationals as a result. Laws has been back in training for two weeks and could possibly make the bench for Saturday's European Champions Cup game at La Rochelle, of course, who are defending champions and are coached by Ronan O'Gara. On tonight's Off the Ball on News Talk, Ireland legend Brian O'Driscoll joins Adrian Barry to talk about the change in coach with the English and Welsh national teams, as well as looking ahead to the European action this weekend. That's Brian O'Driscoll on tonight's Off the Ball, which you can tune into as usual from 7 o'clock on News Talk. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed, and we'll have more rugby daily for you tomorrow, Friday.